LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Derek Hanna. And I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Now, Scott, uh, everyone else in the world is watching Tiger King at the moment. What are you watching? I'm not watching Tiger King, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm watching The Last Dance and uh, and really enjoying it. I'm not, I'm not a basketball fan. i got to say, I'm not a huge basketball fan. But I do love the, the good doco biopic and I love how they, I love the sports doc, you know, all or nothing. Is there any connection between The Last Dance and uh, that great book, Mao's Last Dancer? No, there isn't. It's actually uh, no. Phil, Phil Jackson's theme for the year. Sorry, spoilers, but it's uh, he, they, they're, they're going for their sixth title. You can see I'm into it. Not as much as you're into Tiger King, but, uh, but it, it's the theme for the last, uh, the last year. The One Thing's brought to you thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planting Network. We're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. And you can check out our new network page on iTunes and see a bunch of quality Christian podcasts there. But for now, you press play on self-care. Now, Scott, uh, what have you got for us on this? Because this is a huge area to consider at the moment. Well, I haven't talked much about Lindell. Uh, so those who know me uh, personally know, know who Lyndall is. That's my mum. Uh, but I remember a conversation that I had with her at, at the start of all of this uh, where she was thankful for the reminder from her pastor from Matthew 6 of do not worry. Um, you know, don't be anxious. Uh, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount about your body, what you'll wear, um, because we've got a Heavenly Father who has you know, has got this, you know, he, he feeds those, how much more is he going to care uh, for us? And so that, what was interesting was to reflect on my mum a couple of weeks later, where she had to, again, remind herself of that, as she just got overloaded with all the information and the fear, uh, you know, surrounding COVID. And, you know, she's in that high risk category, she's over 70. Um, so the, the fears were real. But I think she needed to hear Matthew 6, she needed to hear that God, God's sovereign care for her had, hadn't changed. Uh, and I think that's something that as we think about, you know, self-care, as we think about this topic, you know, God, God, God is sovereign. Uh, he was sovereign before this. He's over, you know, over this uh, COVID-19 uh, situation. And I think that's something that we need to remind ourselves of uh, as, as ministry leaders and as Christians and reminding our people of. Uh, and, and so helpful to have that i guess just ticking around in the back as we're thinking about this and burnout for people in pastoral ministry is very very high as it is uh, this current climate is accelerating i could possibly accelerate that as well um so, so the area of yes. self-care is going to be key yeah totally and, and i think one of the things that's happening at the moment is we've just got decision fatigue there's just so much information coming out and and, and as we've said a number of times Pastors have pivoted really well. They've, they've dealt with the change, but there's this constant need to be making new decisions and having more information come in. So just a, just a simple tool to be thinking about as you make decisions and we'll, we'll put in the you know, toolbox in the show notes just a link to um, a chapter from Wisdom in Leadership. One of the th- simple things you can do is as you're thinking about decisions, uh, just, just write a list of pros and cons 
as a way of just stopping and helping you think through, uh, you know, what are the, what are the pros, what are the cons, what are the risks that come out of this, just to help you make that decision. I think as well, uh, in this time of self-care, reflection is just, you know, now more than ever, you know, so important. So actually putting moments in your day where you're reflecting, uh, where you're taking a chance to stop and think about what you've achieved, what you want to achieve is, um, is really important. Yeah, and talk to us a little bit about routine as well, because I know with most of life, we, uh, in normal circumstances, there is a, a routine. Some people like that routine, some people find that restrictive, but uh, routine can create a sense of consistency even within a changing environment. But everything's been thrown in its head now. So uh, talk to us a little bit about routine and how that feeds into self-care. It's just Groundhog Day every day. You know, eat, sleep, wash, you know, repeat. And I'm in the same context. You know, I, before this, I would have jumped in a train. I had my community journey. I, I jumped into the office. I, you know, I've got my cafe owner that I can talk to. I can go to a different shop. You know, at the moment, uh, you know, then we'd come, we'd come home, you'd have different interactions. You go to church on Sunday, you go to Bible, you know, your home group, community group. We, we've lost all that. We're all in the one, you know, space and no amount of, you know, jumping on Zoom and seeing different things is, uh, is going to help. And it's interesting. I was reading an article uh, that talked about how that, um, that, that actually creates a great deal of stress, not having those context specific roles created by work, play and, uh, and home. Uh, actually, by having it all collapsed into one you know, place, it actually is exhausting and actually creates uh, stress. So, so that's where I think it's really important to have routine. Uh, you know, so shower, exercise, get those spiritual disciplines happening. Uh, think into uh, your day. And I, and I think one of the key things that we have, you know, as a, as a sort of a tool to help with that is just our calendars. Uh, you know, so being intentional with our time, um, being intentional with thinking about, you know, the length of our meetings, what meetings we have, uh, understanding, uh, understanding as well the new rhythms in life. You know, what you, what you did before this is going to be very different. And, and give yourself some time. You know, we, it's taken me two or three weeks to work out what's actually going to work for, you know, healthy, happy, uh, happy family life. So importance of routine is, 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 uh, is critical, I think, in caring for yourself. Talk to us a little bit about exercise. You've, uh, you're looking fit and trim at the moment. You're running uh, 50 Ks in under 25 minutes at the moment, if I no. do that correctly. <laughs> I'm doing that's that. not right? No, oh, that's not right. Sorry. Uh, I mean, exercise is always important for self-care, you know, but so uh, exercise is something that should be in your routine before this and after this and, and during this. Uh, so, uh, so I think that's just, that's just something that I think we is one of the first things to go. And, and one of the first things that goes off my plate when I'm, when I'm busy and stressed. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, take, take off that time to exercise. One of the, one of the, you know, the conversation, the conversations or the regular conversations, since I've had the last few weeks was I haven't had a day off in two or three weeks. Now that was during the, you know, pivoting period. The importance of getting that day, you know, that day off, um, you know, weekly is, is really um, important. Uh, even that time off during the day. So structure in, you know, between the day breaks in your meetings to sort of get up and, uh, and move around. Uh, that's really important. Now a great tool for that, something that we talk about in the development program is, uh, just just thinking through who you are, so you're you know growing in your self awareness, understanding who you are, and then mapping out your priorities and your goals, which then will impact how you manage your time and manage your stress. So actually thinking through who you are, understanding who you are, what what do you need in this time, being aware of that, 
uh, is really going to help you as you think about the priorities and goals that you have. Now, in some ways, those priorities and goals shouldn't have changed, but the context is, context is very different. How you might achieve those is, is very different. So that's a, then going to inform how you manage your time and then manage your stress. And, and I reckon it's, it, it's okay in this time to realise that you're not going to do as much as what you did before. Um, you know, you're going to, ex, you know, so expect to do uh, less, uh, you know, post COVID. Um, the same as before the pandemic, be intentional with your time, take control of your cal calendar, but expect to do less. It's exhausting, I think, meeting online. And we'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to an article that talks about the, the com you know, the complexity or the, the exhaustion that we're facing from this online space. Uh, but it's exhausting, I think, as well, having, having lost you know, a number of those contexts that actually give us energy and motivation. I think that's for the introvert and the extrovert. I've seen both introverted and extroverted pastors who are missing meeting up and having those pastoral conversations. Uh, I, know, I know people are missing that energy that they get from, from live preaching. So expect to do less. I know at the start of this, there's a whole bunch of, you know, uh, articles, you know, get your passion project. You're going to learn Italian. You're going to learn the piano uh, or the guitar, you know, in, you know, in this time. The reality, the reality is, I think that it's it's busy dealing with kids and families at home. Oh, I think this is a, this for me is a huge one. The self awareness one of understanding how I tick. Lots of the ways in which I used to recharge have been taken away. Even ways I didn't wasn't really aware of happened, um, and it no longer exists. But that expectations one has probably been the hardest one for me. And I suspect for people listening who lead churches and lead ministries, they're driven people and they have a heart to see the lost reached and to care for God's people. And the ability not to do that at the moment to the extent that they want to do it actually is a, an infinite loop, creates anxiety, frustration, tension at home with kids, with families and all those kinds of ones. Um, I, I do wonder as well this time, part of the helpfulness is reflecting on the fact that we are, we are finite beings. Um, but it's, it's hard for people who have a conviction that gospel ministry is hugely important to adjust expectations to something that's less than ideal. I think being aware, being aware that we've, we're, in, you know, we're in it for the long game. Uh, the, the pandemic is going to break. Uh, we, we need healthy church leaders post, you know, post this. And, you know, we don't want to get it to the end of these, you know, next, next three to six months uh, with a whole bunch of worn out pastors. So, you know, so, so self-care, understanding some of these things is, is vital. How, how would you be hoping people came out of it at the end? Yeah, I, uh, I think, I think with a, a greater awareness of, of priorities, you know, so greater intentionality, I think, I think it is, yeah, because we've lost so much, we are thinking a bit more intentionally about ministry and, and what's important. So I think uh, a greater intentionality. Uh, I would hope uh, as well that we have stronger, you know, stronger families uh, and stronger church families, particularly because we've had the opportunity to be uh, to be deeper in the Word and uh, and to be engaging, you know, each other. Um, so for me, they're two sort of um, big things. And then I think I, I'm hoping as well that we, because, because we're, we've been you know, pushed into our homes and we've lost that gathering space, I'm hoping that there's a whole bunch of delegated or you know, responsibility uh, that's, that's come and pastors are actually handing over ministries to a whole bunch of people in the church. So we're actually seeing a greater sort of a fee, you know, a priesthood of all believers. We're actually seeing the body 
you know, working healthily. And, uh, and in some ways, you know, pastors seeing that and, and, and being excited about that and what that looks like post, uh, post COVID. Right. That's really helpful, Scott. We're just going to throw to Mike Sams, who's going to talk a little bit about online consults to help you guys as you're leading churches and ministries think into this space. Hey, I'm Mike, one of the church consultants for Reach Australia. To help your church during this time, we've started offering free 30-minute online church consultations. We can help particularly think through a 90-day plan, making disciples, improving online gatherings, and even your care support plans. To book yours, go to reachaustralia.com.au. Okay, Scott, give us some things in the toolbox. What do you got for us today? So my top three must-have resources. More College have put on some lectures, some webinars with Valerie Ling. She has a great ministry to pastors, helping them think about some of these issues. They're freely available. Dig into those webinars. An article from the BBC on why Zoom chats are so exhausting. Really helpful just to reflect on that yourself as you encourage loads of people to be doing Zoom meetings. Uh, jump in, dig into it, and understand how you can apply some of the tips in that. There's a great uh, resource on the COVID resource page put together by Geneva Push and Reach Australia uh, with some really key helpful self-care tips uh, for leaders and for churches. We'll provide a a link to that PDF in the show notes uh, as well. And then uh, final one, uh, just just thinking into uh, decision-making in this time as well. So Craig Hamilton's book, Wisdom in Leadership, Chapter 71, dig into that. That's great. Just on Craig's book as well, that sounds like it's a really, really long book, Chapter 71. They're great chapters, little bite-sized. So get the book. It's excellent. Shout out to Craig Hamilton there. All right, that brings us to the end of the show. So, Scott, what's the one thing that we should be taking away when it comes to self-care? Change your expectations and expect to do less. Take the pressure off yourself uh, and be more prayerful, uh, knowing that God will uh, do more than you know we can imagine I'm into that alright if you have liked what you've heard today on the one thing we'd appreciate it just take a moment to rate the show on iTunes even leave a comment but that's all from us thanks for joining us for another episode of the one thing I'm Derek Hanna I'm Scott Sanders catch, catch soon, soon.